0: Hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022 and over the course of January I'm going to be interviewing nine experts on the energy of 2022. So you can get a free workbook, you can see the link here, please go to this link and you can sign up for a free workbook about the energy of 2022 every single expert that I interview, I'm asking them to give me an exercise of something you guys can do and integrate into your lives to make 2022 the most amazing year ever. So go to that link, sign up for your free 2022 energy workbook. If you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel. From the 7th of January, we're going to be having nine experts, astrologers, numerologists, shamanic practitioners. I'm going to be talking about the Akashic Records. We're going to have lots of different experts discussing the energy of 2022 and how you can utilize this energy to have your best year yet. So hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And today I have with me a friend of a friend who comes highly recommended Sarah is a visionary spiritual teacher and spiritual intuitive and having followed her work relatively recently I was blown away with it so I know we are in for an amazing conversation
1: so Sarah welcome to the podcast oh thank you I'm so happy to be here and I love the synchronicities and ways that we've been brought together so that's wonderful
0: yes and I am excited about this conversation because I went and did a little bit of research. Obviously, Chris speaks so highly of you. I went and checked out your work and I was reading your forecast for this year. And I was like, wow, this sounds like it's going to be an incredible year. But before we get into that, would you be kind enough to share a little bit about who you are, what you do in the world for my audience who maybe haven't come across you?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I live on the West Coast of the US for all of you guys out there in different parts of the world. And i'm a teacher of spiritual intuition so i began i had my awakening back in 2000 in a near-death experience that sort of shifted the course of my life and before that i worked in advertising (laughs) and marketing and and so this was a really different perhaps not even welcome change and so navigating for the last couple of decades actually This idea of receiving from the universe, receiving visions and receiving a lot of channeling and writing, and that has become the basis of what I teach. So I teach people how to become psychic, how to become psychic with a spiritual component, as that's the most important part of of that whole aspect, becoming more aware.
0: Wow! Wow, that sounds quite an incredible experience. It sounds
1: to me like a sort of light bulb, light switch was put on inside yeah. of you after that experience,
0: which must have been
1: a bit of a shock. Yeah, almost starting a different life, or or it, not as some people use that term, walk in. No, it was opening to as many of your listeners uh, are experiencing or watchers. You want, you're just going along one path, and then suddenly you're like, oh here's my true path. Mm. Finally, there it is. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So it was that opening to the next step.
0: And quite the shift through a near-death experience, my goodness. (laughs)
1: The universe was really getting your attention. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, my astrology is mostly fixed signs in Aquarius. And so my, my stubbornness Uh, you know what required the universe to use the big hammer shall we say versus the small nudge that was what I had I had to not be able to argue back
0: (laughs) it's so interesting because I've studied and interviewed Sarah probably it must be about I don't know a couple of hundred people now on how they've got into doing their dharma and you're not the only one (laughs) who I've interviewed who has gone through that experience it seems to be relatively common it's sometimes the universe will shake us and wake us when we're kind of maybe not going on our dharmic path so right
1: yeah absolutely
0: but we're so happy to have you because you're my goodness (laughs) yeah thank you thank you (laughs) and you have something called the is it the intuition university
1: yes I think in uh, 2012 I just started to get at first I was just doing readings and working with people and teaching workshops in person kind of up and down the west coast and i just started to get people who really wanted to work and learn how to do what i did and so that started very tiny and now it's just really grown and and i keep adding modules (laughs) and so it's really online training distance training for anyone who wants to learn spiritual intuition if you want to learn clairvoyance from a spiritual perspective so Mm -hmm we do that. And it's the full thing is a year and a half program, but we just go at it and learn the skills. And then we start applying them. So amazing, and I
0: think that's so needed right now, because I think we all have that gift, we just have to use the muscle and having someone like you who can guide you through the process will absolutely speed it up. So fantastic. Yeah.
1: I sometimes call it a, it's like a language we a lot of us know how to go, we enter into meditation and understand our soul truth, And then we expand out and see what the universe is telling us in synchronicities and events and kind of how do you put that continued communication from the universe? How do you get it to make sense to you and how do you get to follow it? And so that's sort of what we're working on because it's always there. It's just um, mainstream dominant culture doesn't really give us a way to how do we work with that?
0: Beautiful. So, so, so needed. Absolutely needed. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't mind, we'll come on to this year, 2022. And as I said, I read your forecast and I was blown away with it. So would you be kind enough to give us some of the highlights that my audience can utilize in their
1: lives? Yeah. So I do a forecast every year. Actually, I do one every month and it's sort of just about the quality of time that we're in at the moment. It comes from the guides. And in late 2019, I channeled the forecast for 2020. And I was surprised because it wasn't the pandemic is coming. It was just this one piece of information that said illness will be revealed. And it was like, so I didn't have, I didn't see the breadth of everything that was going to happen. It was just that one hint illness will be revealed. And then there were also some things about Donald Trump and some of the things that he was going through at that time too. So. I began to really expect respect the small detail in the forecast. And so for 2022, the main thing was, it's a year of collective reckoning, where not in reckoning as a punishment, but reckoning as a looking at what have we been through and what does it mean? And some of the interesting things, these small details were, there's a, quite a bit of world leadership change and this related to deaths of some very prominent leaders it doesn't say who my suspicion is it's uk and us and and probably some other
0: of the big world
1: leaders yeah and what was interesting is that it wasn't a return the leadership wasn't taken over by who we think there were new faces coming forward like maybe people we don't even You know, standing in the wings, waiting, am I on yet? (laughs) Is it my Exciting. Yeah, so it was like a different style of leadership and different people that are in the current players, as you might say. And this idea of new political systems coming up almost more, um, I've been seeing for a long time, collaborative or many voices working together, coalition as opposed to parties or one dominant ruler or those kinds of things. So that was always interesting to me and then for the last few years the amount of stuff that's coming forward in new innovations with uh, transportation and plants as medicine and electronic devices and i was very excited because with some of the students we do a thing where we look into the future to see what we can see and a lot of people have been seeing these inside plant gardens hanging gardens or cities in the future where every little space is being used to grow some kind of plant food or plant medicine so i think that we can pay attention to that i think that's coming and i have been seeing and others too these strange (laughs) i just these strange little personal pods for traveling around in the air and i was I've just been kind of like, oh, yeah, it's probably just way in the future and they'll probably have that. And (laughs) just recently, my husband uh, sent me an article that even just up in Seattle, in north of me, they've got these personal flight pods that are just being developed and it's like, oh, there's the thing. So there's a lot, there's a lot coming up, but it's almost as if we as a collective look at how we've managed the pandemic, and yes. how we've managed politics and say, this mm-hmm. isn't, we haven't done a good job. And it's time to get very serious about as a collective, what our intentionality is going forward. Because if we work together, it's unstoppable. It's just hi, we're all so in the myth of separation.
0: And I've got lots yeah. of energy. As you're talking about things that are going to happen, I've got a lot of energy coming into my body. When you say certain things, like yeah. when you were talking about the change of leadership, I got a huge amount of energy yeah. coming into my body. And then again, about us working together, because that's so true. We're so much stronger together. Yeah. And Chris actually was talking about the end of Kaliluga, which is obviously the dark times mm-hmm. and going into the age of Aquarius. And I just wondered, can you kind of, was your, if you're feeling anything about light
1: yes absolutely and I think I sort of started receiving information on that a couple years ago and it's like when that example of when we wake up we're often groggy and cranky and don't want to be hassled until we've had our coffee and that's collectively the waking up is here but not everybody's super happy about it they're like oh you just want to be asleep a bit longer Because the waking up requires change and the waking up requires looking at things that maybe we haven't wanted to look at. I believe that the lockdown and the quarantine, the stillness of the pandemic has really given people a chance to do some of that inner work, that inner healing that is required to take the next step.
0: I think a lot of people managed, a lot of people were able to stop which if you're working nine to five hand to mouth, you know, to actually get a period of rest is so unusual. And I talked to huge amounts of people in our community and vice outside of that. And Mm -hmm. they did exactly that. They kind of stopped and went, why am I doing this? (laughs) You know, right. right. Why am I kind of out of my home away from my family all the time? And like you said, the hope is that people did their inner work.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, we were waking from a dream of, I like that phrase the dominant culture the culture that says you have to live a certain way you have to work a certain way you have to make money a certain way it's like we're just you have to consume a certain way these are Mm. your aspirations it's like it was all created sort of in the 30s or the 50s something around you know it was created almost 100 years ago this way that we should be and it's like why i was reading a funny meme or something it was like breakfast is a construct and it's really true like why do we think we can only have toast for breakfast it's just one way of doing things and so now we're going forward into what other ways can we do things one of the other pieces that i thought was very interesting too this idea of sort of like ethnicity and gender and religion like all of and i suppose nationalism also All of these ways we identify ourselves, they're just all going to go out the window. Not yet, not in 2022, but that's what we're heading toward, especially as... Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're a human being. So am
0: I, you know, (laughs) like, wow, it took us a long time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And not even just that we're human beings. It's like, what are the beings here? The plants, the nature, Mm -hmm. all of it we're not the animals we're not the only beings yeah beautiful and
0: I remember that you talked a little bit about consumerism and how that would change as well
1: well it's really interesting because so here in the U.S. Amazon is very dominant there's Amazon warehouses in cities it's almost taking over the role of a lot of the grocery stores or Mm. you don't really need to go out you can just get it delivered and it's killing. (laughs) killing yeah yeah exactly you can get food delivered and we just saw actually it was shocking one of our neighbors i'm not sure who got a starbucks coffee delivery to their home it's like no, really? You just don't really, yeah, you, that's, you, that's, you just don't need that. So people are going to have to let that go. That's not sustainable for the packaging even. And it's so easy. It's like a big addiction. It's like a big, you just click and there it is. Ah, oh, it didn't really give you that feeling that you were hoping for. Click, there it is. It's an addiction thing. So that's going to change, and I don't know how that will change. But that will be something that we have to come to terms with. That that's not the solution that we thought it might be.
0: Yes, it plays to all the human bad bits almost, doesn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah, this kind so of that, oh, I can get that, and I can get it so easily, and it and I don't even have to pay really for it extra. It just turns up when I'm working right. a day. It's very, very dangerous
1: yeah it's like we're all kings and queens ordering around what we want you know and that is the opposite of how can I contribute or how can I be of service Service. to this group yeah this
0: and interestingly we've had two numerologists actually in the series Sarah and the first lady Jane was saying that she can see the same thing as you, but obviously it articulated it slightly different, saying effectively there's going to be a lot of responsibility taken back by the individual and then we're going to be looking at how, how we want to live in our homes and households and in our communities. And this mm-hmm. is around sustainability and how we show up, what we purchase, what we buy, choosing to go to the local stores. There's mm-hmm. a shift she can see coming as
1: well. I think i'm really heartened by the people i know in the younger generations generation z especially in their at least in where i am their focus on sustainability and recycling and thrifting and all of that is not getting into the consumer the need to have too much the need to have too much we don't need too much we just need enough
0: yes and that was one of the other shifts that she could see was going towards having less but higher quality yeah It'd be so fascinating to see how this plays out because between you and I Sarah and everybody listening there's this real prediction that we are going to go into this aquarium like it's just going to become more prominent and dominant at, from March really so I'm really fascinated to see how it's all going to play out
1: yeah and I wouldn't obviously at least in the U.S many many people hate this view this is exactly what they don't want they want more money let more separation and so that just becomes almost like it just becomes as as these energies move us into aquarian type age of aquarian type thinking even for those people who want that they are also becoming awakening awakened and again, probably not in 2022, I think there's going to be quite a few bumps in the road, but it just becomes boring even to them. It's like, I don't even want this, this sort of realization that there's no energy there, that they're even trying to create sort of what we saw with the political issues before creating all the violence and hate. And it just becomes more boring to this group. And so that's wonderful. It's just there's no energy there. It just flattens. This takes a while to get to, but it does come along.
0: Fantastic. So we can see some interesting developments in travel by the sounds of things. Consumerism is shifting. The way we purchase things is going to shift. And then we were talking obviously about, well, what what else do you think
1: is? Oh, so there's definitely things in electronica that are coming along, I continue to see like this idea of the hologram or the tiny hologram, which is kind of what we're doing in zoom, but it becomes dimensional. And then it's just not on a screen. It's just in the room. So you might have that experience of being in a workshop and you're all (laughs) I don't think it's that far away actually. And it's sort of like, once this happens, it's the same effect, you know, as when we first got our smartphones which was not that long ago and it changed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything. everything. So that starts very quickly. And then the other interesting thing is people have been turning away from the religions that they've been raised in for several decades now. People are just identifying with, I don't have a religion, I don't follow a religion. They're following sort of this new spirituality, a kind of a pseudo-animism approach a lot of people. So this is wonderful, but there's a lot of false spirituality or commercialized spirituality that sort of jumps to the forefront because it can make money and people are interested in it. So sort of what I teach is like, get rid of all the props, get rid of everything that you think you need to like go into meditation and just start your meditation practice and have that direct connection to the universe. No middleman. Yeah. Even things that I think seem kind of good, like some of these apps that teach meditation, it's like just they make you reliant on them. Yeah, exactly. Start with that and then put it away and begin this practice of your own connection. That's where the juice and the real stuff is.
0: Thank you so much
1: for saying that, Sarah, because I am
0: 100% with you on that. Because I really look at this, some people say it's a new age consciousness trap. But Mm -hmm. there's so much stuff out there from a spirituality perspective, which is a consciousness trap. It's taking us away from developing our divine connection and then, and then doing our hero's journey. And then what you're advocating is exactly what I teach. Actually, I teach people how to literally get into connection with their guidance and that guidance will literally guide you into your soul's purpose and help you heal along the way.
1: Yeah. And soul's purpose for most people, I mean, it certainly does not have to mean you become an author or a spiritual teacher. That's just for one tiny little group of us that we're forced to do that path <laughs> because that's our path. But many people are have, there's a wide variety of paths. It's just because you approach it through a spiritual method to find it out does not mean you might be really suited to being an, a nurse or a farmer or a cook or all the things that we need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I work with the records. I think I mentioned to that to you when mm-hmm. you came on. And, and what I can see is where we follow our guidance, exactly as you were saying, where we listen to the guidance and we move when we're supposed to move and, and we don't necessarily have to be have an <laughs> <of> experience. <laughs> <laughs> the big hammer <laughs> yeah we can avoid the big hammer <laughs> yes. but when we kind of listen and we and we go along with what our guidance is sharing which is why what you're saying is so so important because if you've got this divine connection you can be in alignment all the time i see that we can effectively we keep moving up timelines basically Mm -hmm. and if we keep listening and we keep going the direction we're supposed to we can get to our ultimate purpose so as you absolutely 100% I agree with you you know we kind of move through different things and different things are our our purpose at different points but Mm -hmm. the more we develop and plug in to this guidance the more we have the potential to do our ultimate purpose effectively
1: I love this idea too of different things are Our purpose at different times because Mm. maybe somebody is a writer and they thought 2020 2021 they'd be writing books like mad and really they were just going for walks that's all they could do They should go outside and go for walks and that's fine that was probably their divine timing of exactly what they needed it doesn't mean that they're letting go of that purpose they've just had a necessary Delay or on the path, it's not a problem. No, I I
0: agree. And I think we're always being divinely prepared for Mm -hmm. the unveiling purpose. We're being divinely, it's divinely orchestrated. All and literally, the simplest thing we can do is plug in and listen.
1: I think, too, it's really okay to be lost. I've been talking to people lately. There's been a lot of people that I've been working with saying it feels harder to reach guidance or the guidance feels different. And I think two things, I think the guidance is different. It's perhaps in another dimensionality that we haven't, it's like a dimensionality that we're moving to be able to access. We haven't had that ability before. So it's sort of like we go to the usual spot in meditation. It's like, where is everything? It's like, oh yeah, you're actually being lifted to this other place. Why don't you go through this little portal or experience? And there it is. But it's also, there's a great purpose in just wandering around and not knowing there's an enormous amount of uh, patience and awareness of the moment. Like if you have no idea what you're supposed to do next, then you have to wander around in a being state, just going, well, here I am. I don't know what I'm doing, and yet the sky is still gorgeous, and the birds are amazing, and just being aware of the blessing and the amazement of just being in this lifetime.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful. Yeah, then the gratitude itself will put you in a high frequency, which will effectively help you lift here your guidance as well. So yeah. But I think I think you and I do similar things. And I often get people come to me and they want to have that guidance and they are lost and they don't really know where to start. And I always advise Sarah to start with them. I always just get them to write literally write in a (laughs) journal, write in a journal, because all the stuff that is clogging you up just needs to come out you keep writing you keep writing you keep writing and as you do you're purging and purging and purging Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. it's lifting and lifting and lifting you and that guidance will come through just trust and then find like-minded souls that you resonate with to to do the work with
1: yeah and to provide those little puzzle pieces of understanding that's why it's so important to have kindred souls around Mm -hmm. that are on the path with you yeah absolutely Is there anything we've missed? Yeah, I think I would like to say just the continuing this little piece of the conversation, I do think there's a place, especially as people have been on the path for a while, so it's actually like opening to the path is really the most extraordinarily exciting because things happen and you're moving forward. And there does come a time as you get older and as you have more life suffering that you have to go through is just part of lose people you love. And, or maybe you've accomplished a lot of those early guidances that you had, then you do get to that place of wandering. And I think that that is okay. Like it's okay to expect that it's not just going to be, I'm awake. I'm spiritual. Here I go. Um. It's it's really like there are long plateaus and is just fine and i find it very difficult actually to after reading thousands of books and now i find it hard to read any book or i find it hard to journal a lot because i tend to journal after decades of journaling i sort of tend to go into a trance state instead and so it's like your awareness starts to just become more and more expanded so that being is the state
0: Yes, yes, definitely.
1: Yeah, like we're being guided to become transcendent. That's the ultimate piece, mm-hmm. regardless of our particular contribution. The bigger thing is to become transcendent. And so that does look sometimes like being lost or doing nothing, or it's like I'm just trust. existing. Yeah. Trust, yeah. trust,
0: trust, let go, let go, trust, trust.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. And just wait for further instructions is what a teacher that I had would just wait for the next thing. Beautiful. It will all, it always comes. It always comes. And I love what you said about there's levels of it. I, we always call
0: it new level, new devil. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's <laughs> I think, great. I think we have to look at this as our life's work. It's mm-hmm. not like you said, you read one book and it's done. This is literally our life's work. So enjoy it as well, because yeah. it is the most incredible mystical magical path that will look totally different from one person to another
1: yes absolutely
0: wonderful sarah thank you so much yes beautiful and where because i've got you down as sarah Wiseman.com if people
1: want to find you that's right and when they go there there's just all kinds of the self-study courses or the trainings and there's I don't know it's like 600 podcasts it's been it's just a like there's a lot of a lot of free stuff there for people and then there's a lot on YouTube too so trying to just make it accessible for people.
0: Absolutely Uh, and I I would highly recommend going on Sarah's list because what I love about you Sarah is your quality
1: not quantity. (laughs) (laughs) We we can hope (laughs) no I yeah I, I have yeah You have to sort of balance your time. And it's like, yes, less is going to be more because I can't do more is more anymore. It's just too much.
0: It's powerful what you do produce. So yeah, I'd absolutely 100% recommend that. And we are going to go behind the scenes with Sarah. So if you want to join us, you are more than welcome. The link is below. And we also obviously are talking to Sarah about an exercise that she is going to give to help you master
1: 2022.
0: So feel free to join us but Sarah thank you so much for joining us on the energy
1: forecast absolutely my pleasure my great pleasure to be with you thank you
0: fantastic
1: so what did you think to this interview
0: hopefully you you got some really good insights and you really now understand how you can implement the energy of 2022 into your life ready please do sign up for our free energy workbook the link is here You can sign up for your free energy workbook and inside the workbook are all of our experts giving you an exercise that you can do, that you can integrate and put into your life to make 2022 the best year yet. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel. The interviews will be coming out from the 7th of January for the rest of January, all the way to the end of January. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel, like and share, and I really hope that you find a lot of value from the Energy 2022 forecast series.